Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Born to Fly podcast. Today, we're going to talk health. Health is such a big word because it's not only the things you eat that you put into your body, it's the things that you do with your body, the things that you put into your mind, how you think. And we're going to talk about that. It's something, health is something is very important, especially when you're a solopreneur because you're the only one in your business that is making decisions, that is creating division, that is creating strategies, that's knowing where to go what things to do, what not to do. And of course, you are doing this with God, but you're still the only person in the business itself. Today, I'm going to talk health with Don Kawaski. She is the founder of WellRooted. She supports others on their healing journey by simplifying health and wellness. WellRooted provides mind-body-spirit resources, real food recipes, and support, along with individual and group coaching programs virtually and in person. Don is a national board certified and functional medicine certified health and wellness coach. After her own struggles with autoimmune disease and multiple chronic conditions, she helps others find balance in their healing journey. Don specializes in real food, chronic illness, and the mind-body-spirit wellness. She looks forward to helping you live healthy and happy. Dawn has a rich history and what she has gone through really helps her in being the perfect coach. I loved talking to her and I loved talking about health and also about how you can build a business while you have a full-time job and while you are also dealing with health issues. Because um, Dawn did most of that, is doing or did most of that. I'm not going to give away too much just listen to this episode and enjoy all right we have another episode of the born to fly podcast and today my guest is don and don very welcome on this show we're definitely going to talk about interesting things and it's so timely because i was preparing this episode and it was about like healthy living and of course it's the new year when we're recording this so everything our kitchen is like okay we need to get this out and we're like we're not gonna eat chocolate anymore at least not for the first month so it's for me it's so timely so i can't wait to talk about that but there's a lot more that we're we're going to talk about. So first, let's start with who are you? What's your story? Thanks so much for having me, Jane. It's lovely to be here and be connected with you and your audience. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so my story starts, I'm going to start like way back in childhood and just note that I was a very like quiet, anxious kid. Um, I had a lot of like stomach aches and like recurring effect infections. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I had like pretty bad anxiety from a very young age and just like didn't know how to deal with that. I was a like highly sensitive kid. So, you know, could like pick up on other people's emotions and just always felt like a lot of heaviness and like didn't really understand why. And then kind of like fast forward to like my 20s when I started getting like, I was working a high profile like corporate job and I was traveling a lot and I was sleeping very little and eating what I call like the fit or kind of following like what I call the fitness magazine version of health. So it was very like generally eat what you want, but then like binge on the weekends and just try to like work out enough to like work off all of those calories. That was basically like my MO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was very much, you know, like in, I thought in my mind that I was really healthy, but I started all of a sudden developing like a ton of health problems into my twenties and thirties. And it was like, they started to get progressively worse and I started to get more of them. And I had more symptoms and things that doctors couldn't explain. And then that kind of accelerated into my mid thirties and I had a full blown health crash. Um, and really what that looked like is like my life came to a screeching halt. So I kind of been seeing like the warning signs of that, you know, mm -hmm. for maybe like 10 years prior and just really was trying 
trying to band-aid everything and like couldn't get answers from doctors. So I was really just trying to like do things myself and find my own way. But I have a kind of like experienced what I call a perfect storm too. So it was like a very stressful part of my life. Like we moved, my job was very stressful. My uncle was dying. It was like all these things were kind of culminating at the same time. And it was like my body has just reached a point where it was like, girl, you're done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really was like brought to my knees. Like that was kind of like my lowest point, I would say, in my health journey where, you know, nothing was working. Like I was had like a thyroid crash. This is a very rare condition called like thyroid toxicosis. But basically my thyroid swelled up to three times its normal size and almost exploded. And it flooded my body with toxic levels of hormones. So I had like liver damage and was like in and out of the hospital very frequently getting tests and like trying to understand what to do and like wrap my mind around what was going on. At the time, they really were trying to force me to get a thyroidectomy, which means like getting your thyroid removed. Mm. And I remember like getting this information from my doctor. She gave me an autoimmune diagnosis at that time. They thought that I had Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune version of thyroid disease. And I remember just sitting in that office, just feeling like so broken, like so scared and so, you know, like lost and what to do. But I left that office and I sat in my car and I just like begged and prayed to God and was just like, you have to give me another way. And mm. I really felt like the Holy Spirit moved in my life at that time. And he really said like, don't get the surgery. Like, I'll help you figure this out. Yeah. So it was like such a turning point in my life and like in my health journey. And from there, like I really just set on this path that he laid out for me, which was very treacherous and confusing and like going against the norm. But essentially, long story short is he really set me out on this journey to like heal myself and my mind, body and soul. You know, so I started really diving deep into my faith, like reconnected to God in a new way and really learned like how to trust him and surrender and like really just allow his plan to unfold. And I started really digging into like mental emotional health, um, which I had previously ignored completely. It's kind of like so all these new tools that he gave me and the guidance he gave me and really helping me trust that like inner voice, his voice and my intuition really set me on this path. And he kind of introduced me to a great trio of a support team. So I started seeing a functional medicine health coach myself. I started seeing a functional medicine doctor and a therapist. And the three of them kind of like together really helped me come out of my hole. Um, and I really started to see transformational healing. Within a couple of years, I actually put, I had two autoimmune diagnoses at that time. I'd completely put them into remission. And then within a few years, I went off like all medication and actually just this December. So like maybe six weeks ago, I got the most miraculous news that I have now no signs, no traces of autoimmune disease left in my body whatsoever. So literally a miraculous healing story. Yeah, wow. I don't even know like where to start and, and <laughs> how to respond to this. But what really touched me is, you know, there is this period that leads up to you crashing down and then you're in the midst of despair. You don't know what to do, right? You're like, God really helped me. And then you were talking about how the Holy Spirit started speaking to you and that clearly touched you still to this day. How did he reach you? Like, how was he talking to you? How was he yeah. getting you out of there? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. No, it's really like I was at the end of my rope, I think. And unfortunately, I think for a lot of us, it takes something extreme like that to like shake us out of like our, our familiarity. So it was really like I was at rope's end and I had nowhere else to go. So it's like I had nowhere else to turn. Mm. So it was really like, I think that was like my first big point of surrender where I was like, okay, God, like I can't do this. Like I need your help. I need your guidance. Like, please tell me what to do. I really felt like in my gut that the directions the doctor was pushing me like weren't right, but I didn't know what to do about it. I had never 
ever like fired a doctor or like told a doctor no or Mm -hmm. you know had Mm -hmm. any inclination of how to like advocate for myself so he really helped me with that like he helps me gain confidence and practice using my voice and practice saying no and telling them like this is what we're going to do I appreciate your recommendation but my decision is xyz yeah so it was really like that confidence he gave me and like speaking through me to give me that voice to kind of advocate for my needs yeah wow it's amazing and then it leads up to like miraculous healing mm. and i noticed it's not just like you did it by yourself or whatever but you got a team together yeah. that was able to help you it's like you don't have to do things alone right we're in the body of christ so we can help yeah. each other for our own gains as well as for other gains right for other people so that's very inspiring and also just to tie that to something like businessy is when you're a solopreneur because it's focused on solopreneurs right we don't have to do it alone solo doesn't mean you have to do everything alone right? We can do it together. And I think especially in business, but also personal life, your health is extremely important. I think that's where it all starts because everything flows out of your health. That's wow. I know it's a lot. It's a wild story. But I so appreciate you pointing that out too, about Mm -hmm. like understanding to like lean on people and lean on God and not do it yourself. Because I was very much and I still struggle. I'm like a recovering um, Mm -hmm. do it myself type person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a big point too, where he was like, you don't have to do this alone, right? Like, I mean, all that time that I was sick and dealing with that, I did everything by myself. I did not tell my husband, I did not tell my family, I asked no one to come with me to these appointments. I literally did it by myself. So that was like a really big learning experience for me too, is to learn to invite them in and like share what I was experiencing and Mm. eventually that led to my business too because I was so enamored with the health coach that I saw and so enamored with my own healing journey that I was like there's something to this like I need to share this with the world like I really feel like God is calling me to help other people and support fellow women in similar positions so yeah and a big part of that is like a part of you know having a chronic illness and owning a business is you're right like asking for and receiving that help too that's yeah so tell me a little bit more about the business that you started Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm a functional medicine health coach. So that really focuses on like getting to the root cause of why we're experiencing all these symptoms or diagnoses or illnesses, etc. I also have a board certification. So here in the States, that's kind of like the gold standard in the coaching industry to really make sure like you have the training that you need to help support people in this space. But essentially, I was really um, support a lot of women with chronic illness. So basically like myself, like eight years ago, you know, so someone that maybe like has a diagnosis, and doesn't know what to do with it, or they've been trying their hand at traditional medicine and are not getting support they need or not getting answers. Um, So really just trying to like help people find that voice and be their support person because it's such a confusing and convoluted and really like it can be very defeating, you know, to kind of try to do things yourself or try to do things a traditional way. So really trying to help women on that path. Yeah, I can imagine it's very needed because you talk about the traditional way and we don't know any better, right? You know, the professionals are trying to help you, which is very good. But then it's not the only way. And it might be very hard to have enough confidence because you're already struggling with yourself, right? To say, I don't think I want to go this way. Or are there any other routes that I can walk? And then you are there helping the people to point them out. Like, there's many options. So here you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just a lot of it is, again, like that advocacy, like, so they know that they have a support person and someone to like hold their hand and guide them. and Yeah, show them that there's another way because it really is a lot of traditional medicine is very black and white. You know, there's no like gray area. There's no going outside the box. So but chronic illness is not like that. It all lives in the gray, I would say. Yeah, well, you know best, but I can totally imagine that's definitely true. There's so much, I think, connected in your body to your mind and the way you think. Yeah, you probably have enough experience with that. 
Is it because when people think about like health, they think a lot about their physical health, right? What they put into their body in terms of food, but there's much more to it, I think. Yeah, I agree. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we can't, we can no longer ignore the fact that like our mind and body are intricately, intricately connected. You know, same thing with like our emotions, like our emotions affect you know, the way we think and the decisions we make and the beliefs that we have and, you know, curing maybe like limiting beliefs or, you know, old trauma or things like that. They have such an effect on your physical body. I mean, that actually turns out that that is my biggest root cause. So, mm-hmm. you know, going back to what I shared about being an anxious kid, like my nervous system has pretty much been dysregulated, you know, 99% of my life. So, you know, incorporating like nervous system regulation, mindset work, kind of changing limiting beliefs, that all that really moved the needle for me when I started incorporating those tools. It was, you know, my healing really opened up. And that's honestly been my focus the last couple of years and that and obviously God's miracle work. But you know, those few things I think are really what really allowed me to have that miraculous healing. Yeah, amazing. So I can imagine when people are dealing with chronic illness, it might be really hard to see light at the end of the tunnel, right? You're like, is it ever going to stop? Will I ever get better? How am I going to deal with this in a way that I'm satisfied with? What are ways you provide that give people hope to hang in there, basically? Yeah, that's such a good point is that's one of the first things I noticed that I lost when I was kind of in the midst of my chronic illnesses is like I did lose that hope because, you know, like we said, it's so defeating. And like a lot of times, like I would get gaslit by doctors or people would tell me it's in my head or it was just like kind of start to feel like you're going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really is a lot of like coming back to like trusting yourself and trusting your body and again, learning how to use that voice. But, you know, obviously having that that faith in God, it was like sole reason that I was able to maintain hope. I mean, even at my darkest hour, you know, I still like had that communication with God. I still knew he was there. So like I relied on him so heavily and I don't think I would have gotten through all that without him, you know? So I know, you know, that's a big part of it. Definitely having that faith is a huge piece too, but also just believing in like our body's ability to heal. So whether you are a Christian or not, I think we can, you know, all know that like our body was designed, we believe by God, you know, to and created in a state that it's meant to constantly be healing and it's constantly trying to do its best for you. So really like tuning into that, I think, is super helpful too and just Mm -hmm. knowing that like our body's not against us it's not trying to attack us you know autoimmune disease the way it's described as your body's attacking itself like just in the way that description is of receiving that diagnosis can really mess with your head too Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of like i really had to kind of like drown out all the noise and just come to the fact that like you know god's got me my body was designed to heal and it will do that i just really had to learn how to communicate with body and like interpret its signals to understand what it was asking for once i kind of opened up to that like hope became a lot more possible because i started to see results from it too yeah makes sense wow all right i feel like all the things that you learn not only apply to like your body your mind it just applies to everything in life basically yeah yeah so true yes it can definitely bleed into business and like relationships yeah so true yeah Wow. So, okay. After this experience that you had and you're still going through, uh, you started your business. You started on the site, right? You were still in a full-time job or are still in a full-time job. Yes. Because a lot of people are listening and they're like, okay, I want to start a business, but you know, should I dive full in or all in and give everything up? Like, how do you do that? How do you manage your well business slash side hustle, you know, whatever we want to call this and your full-time job? 
Yeah, definitely. It's not easy. I won't sugarcoat it. <laughs> you know, every day I'm able to perfectly find balance. That's not the case. It's definitely like a learning curve. And I have moments where I get overwhelmed and, you know, I kind of have to like go back to square one. But I would say generally speaking, you know, I did start my business during COVID. So that was like, I was blessed with that experience to have like a, a lull, I guess, at my day job because I work in the, my corporate jobs in the travel industry. So that came to a screeching halt right during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had the space to like go get certified and do my studying and things like that. So I, I do appreciate the fact that that was a unique scenario. But I think that a lot of us, like if you want something bad enough and you really feel connected to it. And like for me, like I knew this was God's purpose for my life. So I was not willing to not go forward with it. So it was like, I really just made it work. Like I actually approached my corporate company and like asked for some space in my schedule um, and really just had to learn how to shift things. And it, it's like constant shifting of priorities and, you know, really just understanding like what brings you joy what brings you energy like even though you might be balancing multiple jobs my coaching business gives me energy even if i'm exhausted like i love doing it so much i love helping people so it's almost like it boosts me up at the same time if that makes sense you know so it's really just finding like what brings you joy what lights you up and i have to have a lot of grace and a lot of patience with myself and you know if i have times where like my health flares up then i have to just you know take everything and, and kind of put that aside and reassess like my priorities and what I have space and capacity for. So it's a lot of just, I think, like readjustments and really like tuning again, tuning back into body and mind and seeing like what you need and trying your best to balance it all. But I know it's not easy. No, because I was thinking about like, okay, you, you do this on the side. It, it can be a lot, you know, especially if you're still healing, um, your body might ask a little bit more time from you than it would normally do and I mean for me it's the same with starting board to fly on the side it's like I'm in my evening hours right <laughs> and uh, I have two young children and they're not always sleeping that well sometimes you're like it's not the right time to do anything or to write a blog or whatever but on the other end I also feel you when you're saying you get energy from what you like to do right so yeah you talk to that person that you're helping and you see results or there's something else that you need to do and it's all worth it because you just know God put me on this path he wants me to do this and it will work out in his timing i mean you know a lot about surrendering and trusting god <laughs> but so there is still your job you even asked them to get some more time to work on this so mm -hmm. is there a specific planning that you keep yourself to or how do you like practically go about working on your business versus uh working on your job Yeah, great question. You know, so I'll start off by saying first that I have to build in like a minimum of one hour of self-care time for myself every day. And that's to maintain just regular maintenance of my health. You know, so while that probably sounds like a lot of time and may not be like feasible for all of us, just for me, like it works in my life right now. And I know it's what I need to, again, like maintain my, my healing journey. So that's kind of a given. So I do try to build that into my schedule first because I've tried to like cut it back or I've tried to cut it out and I've seen the negative effects of my life really try to plan that first. So I do kind of like use my calendar phone and my app, my calendar app and my phone rather, um, and try to like, I really like block my time. So I do put in my self-care first. And then of course I will have like, you know, meetings and things for the day job. So those are, you know, I have to accommodate those. And then I try to fit in my business, working on my business, like in other blocks of time. So I know for me, like my most productive time is between like 10 and four. So I try to focus on those. So even if it's like 15 minutes, like if I have 15 minutes between a call, like, okay, like I can, 
answer a couple of emails or I can like post on Instagram or I can, you know, reach out to like a potential client. So I really just try to be like very mindful about my time and like plan it accordingly. It doesn't work out every day. But mm-hmm. I, to me, like if I can give like 10, 15 minutes to my business a day, like I consider that a win because it's something. Yeah. And some days I can give more. Some days maybe I don't touch it at all. But I really just try my best to like know that that's really important and to schedule my time appropriately so I can make sure I fit something in. Yeah, I like that how you approach that. Like you do at least something, right? Even if it's just like one email, one action, you did something. And so you're building it <laughs> instead yeah. of looking at it like all the things you didn't do, right? Because so that, yeah, that doesn't keep you motivated. <laughs> No. And I've tried that, you know, I'll be honest, I've tried that, like, you know, tougher mentality, so to speak, of like beating myself up for not doing things and focusing on, you know, the negatives. And I can speak from experiences that does not work well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking you must have like a list of things that you want to do, like a to-do list. But then you were also talking about priorities. So how do you define like, what's the first thing that you need to do? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely like, I'd like to do lists, but I can also get overwhelmed by them. So I've just tried a little practice of like three non-negotiables for the day. And then I kind of will like list out other things that are like nice to have. So do try to really prioritize like what is urgent, like what needs to be done today or what has the most value to me or to a client. Um, And then try to like, if I have extra time and space, I can fit in some other things. But that's worked well for me to simplify things Mm -hmm. because I just find like, if I do that big long to-do list, like I like to write it out. It feels satisfying. You know, I like to check things off but if I don't check them off then I notice like that like shame or guilt comes back that again like beating myself up and you know focusing on the negative so I do try to just be more mindful of like my personal needs and you know kind of how I know I work best yeah and so how do you define it like do you have a review moment every evening or every morning when you have your hour or yeah yeah, I do use, I don't know if you've ever heard of this company. It's called Silk and Sonder. They're a journal company. Yeah, they're kind of cool. I think they are based out of California. But what I really like about them is they have like a very relaxed approach to journaling. So I use them. They they only give you one month at a time, which I also appreciate because I can't get easily overwhelmed. Um, So I do write out day and night. So like as I wake up and before I go to bed at night, I do my must haves for the next day, knowing they could change, but you know, kind of try to like prepare myself before sleep. So I'm not like mulling those things things over as I'm trying to fall asleep. And then I do like a little assessment, you know, in the morning again, just to remind myself like, okay, this is what I'm focusing on. Did anything change, you know, with work or what have you? Yeah. So I do try to like, I keep that journal with me. Like I carry it with me. I keep it by me all day. Um, I also use it to like jot down little notes and they have really cool like habit trackers and all sorts of things in there. But yeah, I just try to keep it really simple. So I don't, you know, fall into that overwhelm, which I definitely can do. Amazing. So that's a good tool. I never heard of it. It was Silk and Sander, you said? Uh, Silk and Sander. Yeah. Or Sander. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to look it up. I will look it up and put it in the show notes so people can look it up. Um, it's funny. A lot of people that I talk to who have businesses or side businesses, they always journal or they have a tool or something that will keep them on track. I figure it's very important. It's a must have when you're building a business. Yeah, I do like it. You know, I'm a visual person too. So I really appreciate like seeing things written out and like seeing how they're laid out. That helps me. I also just like journaling in general, you know, whether it's a to-do list or just like free journaling or I use that a lot for mindset work too. So a lot of my mindset work I do through journaling. I just find it a very good like expression and like getting things out of my brain and onto paper I find really helpful. I definitely enjoy 
Yeah, and I'm a writer, so I know it's very important to write things on paper. But I know there's also some science behind it. It's very helpful for you to even remember things when you put them on paper. Yeah, I just wanted to have said that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you're right. No, there's definitely like scientific research to that. Yeah. All right. So if people are like, I want to know more about you or is, you know, is there anything that they can subscribe to or follow you? Like, where do they need to go or who do they need to contact? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can find everything you would probably need um, on my website, which is the wellrootedlife.com. Um, so that I have. I'm also a huge food person. I've been like a home cook most of my life. I create all my own recipes. So there's a huge database of recipes on my website that are all free. So anyone's welcome to peruse those. Um, you can download them, print them, etc. There's like no charge for any of that. You can also find out about my coaching services on my website. And then I'm probably most prominent on Instagram. So you can connect to Instagram through my website, but that also is the.wellrooted.life on Instagram. Yeah, you know, people Perfect. can work with me through... Um, you know, you can sign up for my email list. I do send regular newsletters with, you know, tips and tricks, that sort of thing. And then um, I also offer a couple of different coaching programs and then do limited one-on-one -on -one coaching also. Amazing. Wow. Okay. I should definitely check out all those recipes because I'm looking for like good recipes for snacks and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have to uh, get rid of the whole like crave for chocolate. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so hard post holidays, isn't it? It's like, mm -hmm. I call it like the sugar demon, like comes back very strong. <laughs> it's like, it's so hard to cut that off and readjust. I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. No, it's like, that's why I like start fasting as well. It's like, okay, that's the best way to do it. I think it's like, okay, I feel like I want to eat something and let's focus on God. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. The fasting. Yeah. It could be a nice challenge actually to start the year with. I love yeah. that absolutely and yeah. I'll pull in some uh, recipes of you and is there anything Dawn that's in your head that you haven't said you can share it now <laughs> yeah you know I'll just highlight really quick the coaching programs I have available um, and I am also going to be running a self-care challenge starting later in January mm -hmm. so this is really like the anti-resolution challenge if you will so <laughs> you know so many of us are like tired and burnt out and overwhelmed after the holidays and I personally have a belief that maybe like January is not the best time to like set goals for the rest of the year and kick things off so I'm really kind of trying to encourage people to like learn to rest and take care of themselves so I'll be running a little challenge and by challenge I use that term very loosely it's really just like a group to support people and taking care of themselves um, so I'll be running that in a couple of weeks on Facebook so if anyone's interested they can get in touch with me and be a part of that and then I also have a food-based coaching program called the real food reboot that is really just all about like helping you make healthier food choices so it's not a what to eat type program it's really more of exploring like your relationship with food and what you find about food that brings you joy and love and nourishment and then I include a lot of resources around like cooking and meal prep and shopping and kind of all those things um, and then lastly I'll just note that I do have a group program for women with chronic illness as well so that will be launching in the spring and that's just very much a support and I'm kind of guiding people through the same process that I use to put my diseases into remission amazing sounds really good thanks Thank for you. sharing that yeah. so I will try my best to put everything that I can link in the show notes so people are only one click away and then I hope this episode a lot of people that are listening to this reach out to Dawn if you want to know more uh, don't hesitate and then I just want to thank you for being part of this show and for sharing your story and for sharing your wisdom with the people who are listening thanks so much thank you Jane appreciate it great to be here Thank you for listening to the Born to Fly podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends. 
If you'd like to know more about Born to Fly, go to borntofly.faith. There you can discover our How to Find Your Calling course and a community for like-minded entrepreneurs. Looking forward to having you back next time.